Hi, thank you for joining us. This is Heart of Wisdom. Today we're going to talk about the resurrection power. It is a study about the blood from Isaiah 53. And we're going to start out by thanking Jesus. We thank you, Father. And I pray for those that are listening. And I lift up your word. And I'm asking for you to bless us, open us up, and give us understanding of your message today. I want to thank you for what you do and what you are doing now, as this is the week of Passover, Holy Week, and the Resurrection. Good Friday, we have received many miracles here. In our family, we have received miracles. And Father, we are looking for more miracles and your wondrous glory. And I thank you for those things that you are doing and that you have planned for us all. And we're excited about the times that we are in. Because even though it doesn't look like we're in something now that may not look like it's the best of times, I believe that you are preparing us and the church for the best of times. Now let's get to this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. So definition of resurrection is rising from the dead with new life to be alive, which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. We look at Colossians 2. 13 through 15, New King James Version. And you being dead in your trespasses and uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, having made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Hallelujah. It's said there that our trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Say, I'm forgiven. 
I'm forgiven. And that's what you need to know and to walk upright in his righteousness, to know what Jesus Christ died for you to have. That is my heart for those that are listening and for this day. We need to know this. Having disarmed the principalities and the powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So Jesus has the victory over all principalities. That's where the battle seems to be right now for us. As the church, if we don't know what Jesus did at the cross, how are we going to walk in that victory? The church has got to know what Jesus did at the cross. He triumphed. Your victory is there. So put on Christ and walk upright in his righteousness. There is for no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We pray that the Father will see us do the finished work of the cross and bless the church. Romans 6, 5-11 For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. How many are still being a slave to sin? Walking with the old man. Let's let go of the old man. Let's walk in what Jesus died for us to have. For he who has died has been freed from sin. We have to die first with Christ at the cross. Now, if we die with Christ, and we did that in our baptism, be baptized, I pray that we will be baptized together with Christ. We believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. So with Christ, it has no dominion over us. For the death that he has died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Colossians 2, 20 to 22. Therefore, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourself to regulations, 
21. Do not touch. Do not taste. Do not handle. Which all concern things which perish with the using according to the commandments and doctrines of men. Are we to live in the doctrines of men or the doctrines which was written by Christ at the cross? He rewrote every rule and every law according to the commandments and doctrines of men. Romans 7 and 12. Therefore, the law is holy and commandment is holy, just, and good. Colossians 3 and 3. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. For you died. So now it is time for the resurrection power to come forward so the church has died with Christ and we are dead to sin sin cannot control us sin cannot have power over us sin cannot determine who we are who we are is what Christ did at Calvary who we are as Christians, is to rise up as a church united in what Christ Jesus died for us to have. The resurrection power, a new life was born at Calvary that is being resurrected now through the cross. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ. In God. Oh Lord, open our eyes, Father, to what was done. Give us the resurrection power understanding that when we are baptized with Christ and we are raised up with Christ, we walk in the new life that Jesus died for us to have. Galatians 4 3. Even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. So one of the scriptures that we just read was, Therefore, if you died with Christ from basic principles of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourself to regulations? The Bible says that we are called out of this world. Do not touch, do not taste, do not handle, which all concern things that will perish. The Bible says my people perish for lack of understanding. My people perish for lack of knowledge. The knowledge that God wants us to have is what his word is saying. 
And what his word is doing is pointing to the cross every time. Every time it will take you back to the cross of Christ. This is what the church of Jesus Christ should be walking in now. Not with the fear of not being able to touch something that is a germ. That is, oh my goodness, I can't touch this because it has germs on it. But what we should walk in is what is on our hands is the anointing. Let's walk in the anointing. And we're not afraid to hold somebody's hand to reach out and pray with them because of they are contaminated with this germ and that germ. Like Lazarus walking down the side of the mountain and saying to Jesus, are you willing? And Jesus said, yes, I am willing. And reached out and touched him and laid hands on him. He didn't cower and say, no, I can't touch you because you are filthy. Like what it says, what they believed at that time was the contagiousness was all over. In fact, it was against law to touch somebody that was a leper. It was against the law. So Galatians 4 and 3, even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of this world. Are we in bondage or are we set free as a church? We are set free from the law. Galatians 4, 4 through 7. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. So let's be sons of God. Let us walk in the adoption that we cry out, Abba, Father. We cry out, Abba, Father. That we know that God is our Father and we are his sons and his daughter walking. And we are covered from the top of our heads to the tip of our toes by the blood of Jesus. And that we are able to walk in the resurrection power of what was done at the cross at Calvary. Let us understand and know. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer slaves, but sons. And if a son, then heir of God through Christ. Hallelujah. When we read the word of God, it sets us free. By the word of God, we can walk forth in faith. This is the way the church is united by the cross to keep our eyes on Calvary, not to walk in fear. 
that we can't touch each other, that we can't walk and hold out our hand to somebody that is walking in that fear, that we can't touch another person that may be sick because we're going to catch what they have. We cannot walk in that kind of faith. We have to walk in the anointing that Christ wanted us to walk in, that he gave us. Philippians 3 and 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Do you know Christ? And the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. Just as the resurrection give us Christ's power to live for him, his crucifixion marks the death of our old sinful nature. So that is the death of our old sinful nature, that we can know the victory of the resurrection without personally applying the crucifixion. Let's look at Isaiah 53 and 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Let's put our eyes on the cross. Let's think about what Jesus did for us. He has put on to him the grief. We don't walk in grief. We shall not be grieving. We shall know that when somebody is taken from this life, they have graduated and they walk in what Jesus died for us to have. They are in a better place now. They have completed their assignment here. We are not to be in all of that grief that comes on us. We are to celebrate the life that Jesus does, died for us. They made it to a better place, hallelujah, walking on golden streets in the heavens, hand in hand. They received their salvation, hallelujah. They received what Jesus wanted them to have. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. The pleasure of the Lord. That is what we need to receive. It shall prosper. His seed shall prosper. His seed was buried and watered by the blood of Jesus and by what the church is based on, it was watered by our belief, his suffering. Let that come forth in the church in a new resurrection. 
Let it come forth now. Philippians 3 and 10, that I may know him and the power of the resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. Just as the resurrection gives us Christ's power to live for him, receive the power his crucifixion marks the death of our old sinful nature. Receive the power. We can't know the victory of the resurrection without personally applying the crucifixion. Apply it into your life. Go to the word. Apply the power of the word will come forward. The power of the blood of Jesus, the resurrection power of Christ. Walk in that. Walk in the power of the resurrection. Walk in that. Walk in the power. Let it be birthed through you. Let it be birthed through Christ. Let it be birthed through the cross of Christ. Put on Christ and walk in his victory. Let it be. Let it be. Isaiah 53 and 11. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. He bears your iniquities. You are made whole by Christ. John 10, 14 and 18. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore, my Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay down myself. I have the power to lay it down. I have the power to take it up again. This command I have received from my Father. Receive it now. Receive it now as this was a prayer that Christ prayed for us. And I pray it in agreement. Father, where two or more agree on anything on earth, it shall be done. And I take this up now by the power that is in me, given to me by Christ, the good shepherd. I take it up now. And I ask that you will empower 
your church now to walk in this, the victory at Calvary that Jesus took upon him. The good shepherd laid it down, and that was his choice. And if he laid it down, let us take it up with him, with Christ, together with Christ in unity. The church will walk upright in your righteousness in this victory that Jesus that laid it down, that we united with Christ will pick it up and walk in it again. Let it be, Father, that we are able to walk in the power of the resurrection of Christ, united. Let the church be united with our eyes on the cross now at this time that we walk forward in the unity of the blood of the blood of Christ, in the unity of the cross and what God, what Father, what you have done, what you have done this for was for our healing for the church to be united and to be made whole and to know, let us keep our eyes on cross, on the cross and be healed. Let us walk in unity together with Christ and put on Christ and carry our cross and be healed and made whole. Isaiah 53 and 12. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Let us be strong, Father, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was and he was numbered with the transgressor, and he bore the sins of member of many, and he and made intercessions for the transgressors. Father Romans ten and nine that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. I pray this for the church, that you have done this for us and that we will know and be saved. It's Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. For he made him who know, knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. In Jesus' name that we will receive the righteousness of God and that the church will walk in the unity, keeping our eyes on the cross and the resurrection power will transform the church to walk as kingdom unity united by Christ, and keep our eyes on the cross, Father, and empower your church to go forward, to lay hands on the sick, to set the oppressed free, to open the eyes of the blind. In Jesus' name, open our eyes, Father, in unity. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. And thank you for listening. And this has been Heart of Wisdom. God bless you this day. Walk in unity. And by the blood of Jesus, be healed. Amen.